0: Uh, all four Detroit sports and more. We even talk pizza. So thanks for tuning in and uh, spread the word. <laughs>
1: Did Chris just electrocute himself?
2: Uh, I don't no, know. I'm here. All right. <laughs> Take like seven.
0: Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty. The show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions, and now here are your hosts.
2: It's show one hundred and one. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman.
1: All what? right. They they
0: said it couldn't be done.
1: We're at one hundred and one. Oh, well, that's the reason, son. <laughs> yeah. I
2: feel like we should, someone should go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's my <Maui> turn. <time>.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, the riff.
0: Yeah, it's a Detroit thing. All right, so uh, let's get this fucking out of the way. Golden State won the championship. Like, handily. Are, are we done? Are, can we be done now with any discussion of uh, it, it, who is the best of all time, LeBron or Jordan? Or is this, is this something that talking heads who have nothing else better to do are going to keep just shoving down sports fans' throats and to, to – to force them to have this conversation? Yes. Yes it is.
1: They're gonna talk about it until it retires, and then after they retire, they're gonna say, look at the career stats. They're gonna pull a Chris. And then I'm gonna throw at him six to three. There's your stat. Six? Right. How about
2: you know, Bill Burr called this brought this to attention a few weeks ago. I don't know him to mention Bill Russell. He has eleven.
0: It's cause Bill Russell didn't play for Excuse me, Bill Russell played for um, Celtics and he didn't play in a, in a media saturated time as far as Sports Center type shit.
2: Is it cause, we t- because everyone loves Babe Ruth? Babe Ruth got to play when black people weren't allowed to play.
0: Yeah, but Babe Ruth got really propped up by the media. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that the, 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 the people who love to rewrite history. It's one of the things I'll give him that's true. The media gave Babe Ruth so many passes and propped him up because he was such a likable guy. If Babe Ruth had Ty Cobb's personality, I don't think Babe Ruth would be held as in high esteem as he is.
1: All right, here's the thing, okay? Michael Jordan, in the 1990s, won six championships. The only one that he didn't win headier, is when they retired. Head of off? Hey, yep, is, is when he retired. Now, the Bulls... Didn't win that championship either without Mike.
2: Took off another 3 P. Let Houston okay. win it.
1: Hang on a second. Now, LeBron couldn't win a championship in Cleveland. He went and grabbed D. Wade and, and Chris Bosh and Henry Allen and Miller. And, anyways, a huge team. He won a championship or two. Then he went back to Cleveland. He grabbed Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, J.R. Smith, won another championship, okay? When Kyrie left, not only did he not win the championship, he got swept, okay? LeBron is not Jordan. He'll never be Jordan. He never was. I'm glad the man's great. I give him all the accolades that he's, he's accumulated. He's a great player. In today's game, he's probably second. Now, to KD, but in his time, in his heyday, he was the greatest player in the league at the time. He is not the GOAT. Mike's the GOAT. Not him.
2: Uh, I mean, you, you can't. You got to give him his due, though, because we t- I talked about this last show, bro. He, like, he, he put them on his back. He put a bunch of nobodies on his back, and he got to the finals. All right, but then it was David versus the Goliath family. All right,
1: Jordan, right had, but Jordan had Pippen the whole time with him. And a bunch of nobodies. He was Tom Brady, bro.
2: He had Pippen and he had
1: Phil Jackson with him the whole time. LeBron's on him with different right. coaches, different players. J- Jordan, Jordan was Tom Brady. Phil Jackson was Bill Belichick. With those two people, you put anybody around them, anybody, and they win. Flat out, when this season starts, when preseason comes up, right now, the entire talk of the NBA is, where's LeBron going? Because we need to build a team to beat the Michael Jordan of the 2000 era. LeBron and more superstars in his era. Which is Golden State. That's what the talk is right now.
0: Look, I don't know if it's because basketball has, has... adopted such a hip-hop-slash-street mentality in the last 30-plus years to where its nuance is lost, and it's just who flosses the hardest, who's, what's the hottest thing right now. But why, why does this conversation never have any nuance like, you know, I don't know, Like when we talk about who's the greatest in hockey, you want to talk about the greatest all-around player, you just removed Mario Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky from the conversation. Because they didn't have a great all-around game. Now, if you want to talk about the best pure scorer, you put those two in that conversation. You want to talk about best all-around players? You're not talking about guys like Gordie Howe and Rocket Richard. Guys who could do it all and did it all well and dominated doing it all. Why can't we have ever, that, ever have that conversation in the sports world when it comes to Jordan, LeBron. They do.
1: They say how many times has, has Jordan won Defensive Player of the Year? I think he's won it five times, four times. Somewhere right there. And I don't, I don't know that LeBron's won it. Maybe, maybe once.
0: I mean, I, it just seems to me that it, it's you're. We're really at this point comparing apples and oranges, and it and they do it because it's an easy way to get people. To watch their shitty sports show. It just, it just seems to me what, what the deal is.
1: Yeah. Really, LeBron James has never won, just so you know, never won defense player of the
0: year. They, they have nothing else to talk about when it comes to, to, to basketball. Golden State is just, you know, it, whatever. They're just, they're dominant, at least at this point in time. Bottom line, period. So that's boring to talk about. Golden State does a pretty good job of keeping themselves out of the drama, you know, off the court, at least keeping it out of the media. So there's nothing to talk about there. It's not like they're the Patriots who are now turning into a fucking soap opera. I mean, you know, it, what, it, a report just came out that, that New England was shopping around Gronk to four tri- teams that they quote unquote trust. It's a soap opera in New England. So there's, it, it's not that way in Golden State.
2: Yeah, I mean Durant was uh, a, a, some chatter that came out after the, he was done talking about he, he ain't going fucking going anywhere. Like he, he's there as long as they'll have him. He, look at him going from he, look, look at him going from rags to riches, from mm-hmm. none to two.
1: Yep. But but that's just it. And and by the way, Jordan won all defensive team first starting defense of of the year nine times. Just so we're clear. So Jordan's absolutely the more all-around player than LeBron was. It took LeBron a lot longer to get his scoring titles and all of the, the the things that he's topped Jordan. He's taken way longer than Jordan took to get him. Now, you know, today's age, these kids, all they see is LeBron. So to them, that's their their goat, and you're not going to change their mind. To, to get TV ratings, these Sportscasters are going to put that to the test. They're going to go at it, and I'm telling you, LeBron's going to be retired and gone, and they're still going to do this. You he at
2: least a first ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer to you, Ice Man. LeBron James. Yes,
1: no doubt. All right, no doubt. I that see. man has been in uh, what eight consecutive now, nine total finals. That's He's not, won three. I thought you'd argue if you would argue with you a nightmare. Oh no, that there's look, there's no arguing, and and. I've said this multiple times on this podcast. LeBron James, the player, I don't have the problem with. It's his it's his demeanor off the court. I can't well, stand
0: him as a man. Well, it is, you know. I'm with you on that. Like that's a really question. <clears throat> it just, was it was awful Bush League with his, you know, soft cast. And then there's videos of him bowling or something the day after he was Waving his cash around, talking dude, about I push-ups. played injured and sh- That's what it was. He was doing push-ups. You know, he's, he's beat about, I was enough. injured. It's like, dude, stop! Just stop. He okay? had he had the
1: excuse ready before he ever left the locker room as yeah. to why he got swept. That was terrible, man. That, terrible. A terrible.
2: No, nah, oh, I, mean, I mean he's an excuse machine. That's another thing I don't like about him. It's never like, hey, man, I blew it. I sucked it up, you know. It, it's yeah. When when shit doesn't go his way, the LeBron excuse machine kicks on,
0: and he's not the only one in sports that are like that. I mean, I, oh God, no. Any Detroit fan remembers the twenty twelve World Series, and I got kids, man. I got kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I thought about that today. What the fuck does that have to do anything with anything with anything, obese fielder? What, I don't understand. What? What? You probably have pre-diabetes too. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? You just went out there, and laid a fucking egg. After Mike Illich basically went over his own fucking GM and team president's head to bring you here, on top of did your best impersonation of a a whale out of water, flopping around trying to get into third base. I mean. <clears throat> This isn't nothing. Anything new? There's there's a lot of athletes who cannot handle losing. They just can't handle it.
1: And yeah. I mean that's now, I give that to you, Rich. However, all of these a- athletes that can't handle it aren't her- heralded as the goat by some people.
0: Well, I mean, you look at someone like Patrick Wa. He was an absolute piece of shit if he wasn't winning. He he was when he was winning, everything was great. Everything was wonderful. I think it's coming up roses.
1: I got my rings in my ears.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and notice he won at that point. But I mean, but the minute shit he shit wasn't going his way, it's he turns into you know a jackass. And look, that's fine. You want that? There is people who are driven to win, and there are people that are driven not to lose. As long as the outcome is, they want to be the last one standing at the end of the season. They want to win the last game of the season. Whatever their motivation to win that last game doesn't really matter to me. That's the difference between someone who's happy to be there and ride the bench and collect a check and someone who's a first ballot Hall of Famer. The motivation doesn't matter to me. And I have no doubt that LeBron wants to win. I just don't think... It, he's, not made, he's not cut from the same cloth. It's just... It, he's not. And that's... No.
1: It, it, the,
0: the discussion needs to end. And honestly... How long has this motherfucker been in the league now? How many years? Two thousand three was his. Was the year he was drafted? Believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking fifteen years. Okay, I get it. He propped this league up. He was the face of the league. He 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 turned something as simple as where I'm going to go into a fucking circus sideshow. Yeah, he did. But it's it. it that time Ooh. is over with. Does he do it again? If he does, he's completely toned down. Yeah,
1: he's an idiot. If he does it again, <laughs> but does he do it again? This is LeBron. I'm just saying. This ain't the Saints a basketball player. This is LeBron.
0: You know, I was listening to I was listening to our local sports talk, and this is one of the times I agreed with Mike Valenti on it. I said, and he said, I don't care about LeBron. I don't care what. He's not staying in Cleveland. He's going to meet with whatever team wants to meet with him, just to get the hype up. And then he's going to go wherever he feels he has the best chance of winning. Or where he's going to cash the biggest check. Those are his two choices at this point. He's won his championships. He's set his records. If he decides, I'm going to go for the payday, well, so fucking be it. If he decides he's going to try to once again join some sort of super team and build it, well, we've seen that. We've seen that movie. That's a rerun at this point. So there's really nothing to be interested about. This is all a repeat of something that's already happened with him. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I agree with Mike Valenti for mark it on your calendar. Doesn't happen often. But I was like, I absolutely agree. And he goes, and if I'm the Golden State Warriors, that's all the billboard material I need for the next two, three seasons. Wherever his ass ends up is just just remember, we won the championship. We sweeped this team and they didn't talk about us at all.
1: Right, and yeah. that that that's my that's my sum up. Seth Curry no.
2: already has as many rings as LeBron James,
1: on the real, and and, and three out of four years, and it he took is a 27. lot of twenty seven, and it took a lot of what the fuckings to beat him that one year. Suspend so Draymond. People were injured. Uh, anyways, I ain't getting into that. My Seth sum Curry up has
2: to get a year older before it, and before a player is is quote unquote his prime age.
1: Right. My, my thing is this. He no. could be five Le- deep by then. Le- LeBron James is not better than Mike. He never will be. His legacy is cemented. He's created it. It's done. I don't care where else he goes. I don't care if he wins two more championships. His legacy is cemented. Yes, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Good job. Moving on, Okay, the Golden State Warriors is the new Bulls. They are the Patriots. Every freaking time NBA preseason starts, everybody's gearing up for how the hell are we going to beat Golden State? That's it. Nah. They are they are the pinnacle. You, if you can beat Golden State, you've won a title. Rockets tried. Hard. Came close. <laughs> Sorry.
2: And then they just they they beat down the Cavs. They made them they made them their like, they didn't even win a game. Like, that first game was the closest.
1: I mean, it's not even fair, though. Seriously. It, with the Rockets, anybody playing these guys, it's just almost not fair. It's, it's like a Globetrotters you, you, game. You're talking, you're talking about first ballot Hall of Famers. They got four in their starting lineup.
2: Like every, every, team, every team is the Washington Generals on their schedule.
1: I'm serious. Do 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 doo do doo do, do do. Hell yeah. There's four first ballot Hall of Famers on the starting lineup for the fucking Warriors, dude. Hell yeah, there is. There's a couple more on the bench. But if you're come the, on, man. But if you're the Bay Area,
2: I mean, get while well, the getting's good. Have we ever been talking about the Golden State Warriors being good in our lifetime? No. Yeah, exactly. Not while we've been alive. Didn't Chris Mullins used to play for them? Yeah, but they weren't good.
1: No, he was, though. He was the shit. (laughs) He was good. But that was it. Yeah, but that... I mean, that's just... That's how I sum that up. I I can't talk enough. I own a Steph Curry jersey. I followed that kid since college. I told my wife, Holy hell, this kid can shoot. We get it. Sports hipster. It's a whole thing. I called that. You're a sports (laughs) hipster. I'm just saying, that kid... Has the most it's just purest shot I've ever seen. He shoots without a second thought. He shoots without a thought sometimes, and he knows it's going in. Here is the concern: there, there, there is concern in Golden State. People's contracts are coming up for renewal. Does KD go? Does he stay? Meh. Who can you afford to lose? Because everybody always forgets about trade. Always, Clay Thompson always
2: dude if they get if they all win four trust me i'm sure at this they'll probably like at at some point money doesn't become an option to these guys it's like ooh, we can sniff that bulls six let's go you know like people restructure to go for it i think i'm hoping that'd be cool to see and that one's like just like they went for a decade and whatever I hated everyone who was like oh oh, it's Cleveland and Golden State again here you go shut up whatever it was awesome this is what you get (laughs) you build a machine that's what you get in Golden State
1: when you do it right yeah
2: it's just like what everyone bitches about the Patriots and football no whatever fuck you that's the program son that's what you do that's what it's all about if you build your teams right in any sport was mad at the Yankees in the 90s. No! That's what you fucking do.
1: Why do we hate winners? How did the Cubs win after 108 years? They did it right.
2: It's Theo Epstein, son. But anyways, speaking of winners and teams that never won. Oh! I heard Alex Ovechkin is still drunk. I don't doubt
1: that.
0: Not only did Barry Trotz resign, but so did Alec O'Vection's liver. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Motherfucker, he said that's it, I'm out. <laughs> oh, it the- just tapped out, it just tapped. It's like done.
2: Is it just like Vegas? Oh, they got they got what? They got they they got the first game and then that was it.
1: They oh. got one. Come on, man, it's Vegas. All
2: right, we're done. See ya
0: the best part was the rumor that Vegas was going to have a parade, even though they lost. And I was like, really? Eh, they are gonna, still you're, Vegas. You're going to set the precedent of celebrating being a loser? There you go. Because th- here's, no, here's the Vegas.
2: Really, they're partying either
0: way. Here's Here's the shitty thing for Vegas. No matter what, they're fucked from here on out. Because they are fucking spoiled. This is their first year with an NHL team, and they somehow think that I guarantee you there's plenty of fans that think that this is how it's going to be every season, and it's not. They don't understand the grind of a fucking Stanley Cup playoffs because they just watched the Stanley Cup playoffs for the first time, and their team basically steamrolled their way into the Stanley Cup final, and there they met a team that was like, oh, no, 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 no. No.
1: Wait your turn, bitch. I've been here way too long.
0: Yeah, we had to go through the Penguins, who have had our number since fucking forever, and we're not giving it up like that. Sorry. It's not happening. And I'm not saying this is how the players are looking at it. I'm talking about the fans. The fans are the ones who got the rude awakening coming to them. Every player that plays in the NHL knows what what the playoffs mean and what the grind means. It's the fans that I'm talking about now. And. I, there's probably going to be a lot of disappointed fans next year unless Vegas just damn near yeah. is running at the front of the pack from wire to wire I, and God, I, for, God forbid they get in the playoffs next year and they did run in first place from wire to wire and then lose in the first round Ooh.
2: <laughs> Red Wings fans we know what's up with that
1: right but for Vegas this year I think they won more than they lost yeah they lost the Stanley Cup but I mean, damn, man. I mean, even here on the podcast, we were making fun of ice hockey in the fucking desert. And then they turned around and was like, okay. And just dominated the entire season and postseason for that matter.
0: Man, I don't Except know. Except for the last four games they
1: needed to dominate. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. But like I said, it, for a first-year franchise, Rich, that's a huge win. Man, see, I just,
2: I'm always going to wonder, man, did Batman have to go to like, you know, the Don on the day of his daughter's wedding and be like, (laughs) Hey, listen, like we got this team and it's going to be in Vegas. We can't afford another Phoenix. This can't fail. Can we work something out? You know, you know, like, you know, we can't win, you know, if we win at the first, if we, if we win a Stanley Cup the first season, it's too much. Well, what can we do, Don? He's like, hey, you know, don't worry about it. And then he kissed a ring and then fucking left. I'm always just going to wonder. It's because, it's because Vegas. in this. Uh, aren't you usually the tinfoil hat guy, Iceman? Yeah, is- but
1: but it, it, I can't tinfoil hat this. It, it is so perfect that Alex Ovechkin won the cup after beating Pittsburgh and going to Vegas. I am so happy it was Vegas, and Rich knows why. Because even though he beat Pittsburgh, he had one penguin left to beat. And it's the one that got him out of the playoffs. And that and it's, was flurry. That's true. Uh,
2: and two, what a town. If you're going to win something like that for the first time. Uh, what, what a town. No, no last call. And it's a party everywhere. I wonder how many sets of titties
1: he saw for free that night. Seriously, dude. He's fucking doing push-ups in a fountain.
0: I Stop just, it. Probably just on the street. He was, dude. That one bitch put him against the glass before he, while he was skating the cup around. Yep. Yes, because Vegas. I mean, on top on on top of that, I, the Capitals are like a damn, uh, like a fraternity that won the Stanley Cup. Did you guys see any of the clips from the the parade and and uh, the speeches and shit? They were slamming beers left and right, slamming <laughs> beers through their jerseys. Yeah. I mean,
2: the guys that had the word bro on the back of their jersey,
0: picking each other up and then like, like doing keg stands and shit (laughs) out of the cup.
2: Capitals Jersey says bro. 69 on the back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was
1: nuts. But yeah,
0: that's that's isn't it. Look, let's be honest. You win the cup. Yeah. There's something to be said for the, you know, keep it professional to a certain extent. But you just have to love the fact that the the just unbridled joy them motherfuckers were having. Like, I'll bet yeah, they're
2: off. You won it in Vegas.
0: Exactly. We won this motherfucker. And the party, it, it, we won it on a, and I can't remember what exact what what day of the week it was, but let's say we won it on a Monday. We're about to make it next, net, the, the Thursday after next.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can literally never stop partying because of the time we are in. <laughs> There is a place we're half an hour away. We can buy hookers. Their hookers are gonna walk through the town at 2 a.m. Anyway, there's legal weed everywhere. You can walk around with
1: alcohol. They bring it to you for free. And hey, I bet if you're walking with the Stanley Cup, you're not paying for a drink. Hey, Rich, I'm with you though. That was genuine happiness from Alex when that when that horn sounded. Oh Just yeah, yeah, a hundred percent genuine. Oh my fucking god, this is
0: happening. Uh, it reminded me of it reminded me of Eiserman's first cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, cause there was a there was a, there was a lot of people in Detroit, and I I don't know, maybe even a little bit of a shadow of a doubt in the back of Eiserman's mind: was he ever going to be able to lift that fucking thing? I mean, cause it was in the eighties, you had to go through the juggernaut that was the Oilers. Mm-hmm. And then they started getting, you know, <laughs> bounced in the first round by San Jose. What? Then they run into, yeah. then, then they run into the the Colorado Anal Munch. Who? You were the Nordiques last year. You were nobody. <laughs> you were yeah. the team. You were the team that Eric Lindros begged, stole, and borrowed to get away from. What the fuck? How did we lose to these fucks? Uh, with a goalie, we scored ten goals on to the point where he. He said, "I'll never play for Montreal again." That's the whole reason he's on Colorado. We did this to ourselves. He had to be thinking that. So when he won that first Cup, I was like, "He's got to be like, well, fuck it." Hey, hey, I bet you someone on the ice said this. I can die happy now. Two days later, thank you to the limo driver. You know what I'm saying? Like just oh, too soon. Well, oh, well no, dude, because the next Cup win, yeah, it was. You know, I was partying hard. But I mean, it was like it was not the party that was the, the that first cup. Oh. I mean, you know when they wheeled man. when they wheeled Vladdy out, it was like you know, oh shit, you know this. This got real. <laughs> yeah, There's some real life shit here going on, man. You Make know? sure you know who your fucking limo driver is. <laughs> yeah, I used to work with uh, that limo driver's niece. mm, Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that till I heard her last name, and I'm like Gennida. Mm. Oh, I was like, you got a family member who's responsible for fucking up a couple careers, and 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 she's like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh all right.
1: We yeah, her? we need to separate because <laughs> I want that number.
2: Does he have an apartment and with Steve yours. Bartman? Are they <laughs> roommates? <laughs>
0: uh well if he's smart he'll never sh- you know it, the fact is i worked with her for a year and a half where i found out her last name and she didn't tell me it was just through pure fuckery her last name was said in front of me so that that tells you that even what well, this was 2012 2013 that many years later they were like eh, eh we're not gonna bring up our last name unless it's absolutely necessary." <laughs> I mean, seriously, so we're firebombing our shit. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But no, no man. man. But that was—that
1: uh, that was, that was almost uh, Alex Ovechkin's reaction when that final horn sounded. Almost reminded me of like a kid winning a, a kid's championship for the first time. And he's fucking old. He's got gray and shit.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, he's been in the fucking league forever, man. I'm saying. I mean, and he's a, he's a fucking warrior out there. I mean, that's That is as close as we have to a power forward these days, and throwing the body around, scoring like a, a madman. And the, what was what was what was the criticism always leveled at him? He cares more about celebrating his personal accomplishments than winning. That must have really stuck in his craw at some point. Yeah, because he cheered for everybody's fucking goal. Yeah, I mean it. It, it yeah. Whether he was
1: on the bench or on on the
0: ice, he was celebrating with everybody. Yeah, that that was, uh, you know, not only that, but, I mean, you know, you had T.J. Oshie, whose dad has, you know, the beginnings all, or, or, you know, suffering from Alzheimer's. He was able to give the cup to him. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully that, and I know this sounds like I'm making, like, you know, a black is my soul joke but i'm I, i'm not i i can only hope that his dad's able to remember that i mean cuz well,
1: they have pictures so even if he can't you know they can bring him back and go look this is what you had look you held this thing
0: well i mean i just know that dealing with you know alzheimer's in in three of my family members it seems like the inability to make new memories is what goes first so at least they should be able to be like you remember all them times all them Travel games you took me to, and and, and uh, all the practices. And you look, this boom, it paid off. You know, I mean, the sad part is, is that at some point his dad's probably going to go, "Oh, that's nice," because he's not going to even know what the hell's going on. Right. But it seemed like at the time he 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 was fairly aware of what was going on. So that's that's you know, I'm sure he has to appreciate that.
1: Now, I'm just saying, man, Alex partied so hard it was all over the internet. He partied so damn hard. Even Gronk went, oh, okay, that's that's a little much. Yeah, Gronk <laughs> called him was like, hey, you got
2: you to gotta cool it, bro.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: okay, come on now.
0: <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Hey, do you think Gronk was like, God damn, these OTAs. Why can't I go party with a Vetchkin? <laughs> no, I'm thinking Gronk
1: was like, oh, thank God for the OTAs. Now when they go, where's Gronk? I mean, he's at OTAs. He can't come out. <laughs> Because I think he would have drank him under the table in a hurry. <laughs> Alex was not going to be stopped. It was very apparent. So I mean, The last a- count I had was 86 fucking hours straight. So he never here's- once showed up sober. Come on, man.
2: <laughs> here's the question, man. Do they repeat? Uh,
1: that's... Uh, um, I'm-
2: Especially since their coach said, hey, I'm done. Like, do we know anything about that? I know what happened.
0: Well, I'm um, you know reading up on it. He asked for a five-year extension worth around five million per season, and the Capitals passed. And he said, "Okay, well, I'm done." Um, and, it's, and and the the rumor is is that he is now talking to the Devils and uh, Detroit, Seattle. Ah, uh, yeah, damn it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, even though it says Seattle's still in the paperwork phase of getting an NFL, for, NFL, NHL franchise, it says the team will likely join the NHL by 2020. So if he goes, if he is hired by Seattle, I would have to imagine he's going to be hired in as like president of hockey operations, GM, slash head coach, and he's going to make moves up till their inaugural season.
1: From from DC to Washington State. Well, that's why I wasn't so shocked that Vegas won. And got all the way there. They had the goaltender, that won the one that stay in the cup the year before. Duh. I just don't
2: Best like. Move. I just don't understand if you're the gen, the GM of the Capitals. Like, this is the man that got you your first ever cup. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, but that was a perfect storm of events. It was like I was telling you guys last time we talked about it with the Capitals. Um, why? Why I thought they were going to be Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh went through a very, very grueling seven-game series before they ever saw the Capitals. And when they saw the Capitals, they saw a team that was like, not this year, no fucking way. And they just didn't have it for 14 games straight. There was no way they could do it. So, I mean, kudos to Alex and the team and the coach and finally making a pass, but it was a perfect storm of events that led it to that.
0: Well, I mean, you also have to remember, he was hired as the head coach of the Predators when they were expansion team. He spent 15 years there. He, he does seem like the type of coach that when he puts down roots, he wants to stay there. Now, according to John Shannon at Sportsnet, says no one should be surprised about Trott's resignation, indications all season that there was indications all season that this would happen one way or the other was told in January by someone in the organization Barry thinks he can get a job in three minutes if he leaves. Well, I mean, if y'all want to look at his record, he's the fifth winningest coach in NHL history. I mean, that's... He's up there in some rare, air, elite company. And the most recent Stanley
2: Cup winningest... Well, just,
0: you know, 1-1, but you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, you can look at the fact that his 15 years in Nashville, he never went past the second round, but that's... Also, that was an, Nashville was a team that was an expansion team before the salary cap when the league was a different league. I mean, that's one of the reasons that, that, that Vegas was able to get the players they were able to get, is that the, there are no, well, I'm not going to say no, there are very few quote-unquote scrub players, you know, one-dimensional role players who are just there to do one job, whether it be an enforcer whether it be you know some guy they can put they can put out there just to kill penalties just to you know throw the body around you got to be you have to bring more than one dimension to your game these days well when you have a whole league that has adjusted to that and they have to start making cuts you're getting you know third fourth line sometimes second line guys that all around have more skill than it was back when, like, the Sharks and, you know, the Coyotes and everybody else came into the league. If you look at you look at Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay got a lot of cast-off players when they came in the league. I mean, a lot of, like, even the guys they got who were good players, like Gerard Gallant, who is the head coach of the Knights, the Golden Knights, he was old when he went to Tampa Bay. <laughs> He'd been in Detroit forever. So, I mean, it, it's just a, it's a different league, and hey, if Trotz goes to, to Seattle, he's got two years to plan how he wants to build that team. And here's something that I, I I think the sports world has to just start to understand: this isn't football, this isn't baseball, this isn't basketball. Hockey players are in some of the best shape of any athletes on the fucking planet. These guys Correct. can play. These guys can play until they're. Not not just their body, but their skills leave them. Like I have no doubt that someone like Jordan. I'm looking at you. Well, well, no, I I have no doubt that someone like Jordan still has the skill, the hand-eye coordination, the muscle memory that he had when he played. His body just doesn't react as quick as it did when he was younger.
2: I bet he could still go whip anyone on the street one on one. Like definitely, some, some dude that's like twenty-two and in good shape. I bet he could still whip his ass in one-on-one.
0: But I mean, you know, like, like Earl just said, Gordy Howe. Yeah, it, it was a gimmick. It was a gimmick to get him to play in 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 the nineties, so he could say he played in X amount of decades. But when he took his shift with the uh, uh, the Detroit Vipers. He wasn't shy about throwing them elbows around with them young guys. I mean, he, was, he still played hockey just like he was Gordie Howe. He was just an still old man. Still and in the end,
1: elbows. I'm saying, man, at his age.
2: I'll say, then what you wouldn't see the next day with Jordan is he'd be all laid up like, oh, me, you know, and be sore as fuck for the next three days.
1: See, I, I don't know that Jordan still got it like that, honestly, because when he was with the Wizards, boy, whoa. Oh, goodness.
0: But that's what I'm saying. That's the difference between okay, you you look at someone like okay, Eric Clapton has nerve damage to his hands. That's why he's he's getting ready to do what most musicians have done in the last couple decades, which is go on a few year long, you know, farewell tour. Right. That doesn't mean that he doesn't have the he doesn't have the ability or not the ability, but the skills it's that his body is betraying him. That's why he can't go out there and do what he did night after night for decades. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 with hockey players, I think it's more of a case of your body just eventually goes, wait a minute, dude, we're damn near 50. We can't keep up with 20-year-olds.
2: You know, It's
0: what? not that your skill level's gone down. It's that your body won't let you play at the level that and exhibit the skills that are ingrained in you. That's a pretty
2: ballsy move, making long-term plans when you're that close to the average life expectancy. Just putting that out there.
1: Well, look at Yamir Yager. We've talked about him on this podcast just recently. He's like 45 years old. Still scoring. He's still scoring. He's not just out there to be out there because of Yamir Yager.
0: He can play. Oh, same thing with Chris Chelios. I mean, hockey players. It, hockey. Once again, it, there's this mentality that like 30 is old in sports, and I think that unless you're a a, a true hockey fan, you know, you're like, eh, 35 is 30. No, 35 in hockey is like 28 in football. It's like, "Oh, you're getting up there. You're starting to be a little bit of a risk here. You know, what do you actually bring to the table at 28, especially if you left if you left college early and entered the draft and have been playing that entire time?" That's what I'm getting at. And in baseball, I think it's safe to say you take away HGH, you take away <clears throat> all the known forms of performance enhancing drugs that that players were using for, you know, ever and you start to see a, sh- I mean, just there's a, they don't just ease into the into the edge of the cliff. They go straight off the fucking motherfucker. I mean, there's just not guys that are doing what Barry Bonds was doing, doing what uh, you know Roger Clemens was doing, because they can't. They're not on the they're not on the performance enhancing drugs to do it anymore.
2: Any guesses as uh, to how
0: old Chris Chelios is? I think he's what is he like fifty five, fifty six now? Ding Nailed it, fifty six. Jesus Bro.
2: Christ, Chelios yeah, was fifty
1: six years old.
0: Yeah, and he was playing a decade ago. <laughs> uh, and, Man, and, it's
1: like damn. when when uh, Bill Cartwright was playing with the Bulls and Jordan and won the title. He it's, was thirty eight years old,
0: which especially back then, with the conditioning and stuff being as it was compared to today, was ancient. Yeah, <laughs> but here's the th- here's the scary thing about someone like Chelios. And about Yager. When they, you know, e- even though Yager didn't, didn't really play, per se, a full season this year in the NHL. The scary thing is, if you ever see pictures of them with, like, fans when they run into them, like, at the beach or something like that, those dudes are in better shape than the three of us have ever been in, at <laughs> our best, combined. I know, right? I mean, it's, it's disgusting, you know. And, I mean, you know, you look at some baseball players, and you're like, how the fuck are you an athlete?
2: baseball players give you know uh the average guy hope that they can be a professional athlete see baseball they see some baseball players hey look at that guy i could be a pro ball player
0: well i never understood in every baseball movie why the fat kid's the catcher because catcher has is probably yeah the most the most athletically demanding all-around spot on the field (laughs)
2: yes
0: (laughs) like brewster's millions why is john candy the catcher he should be a pitcher or a right fielder or something. <laughs> the Sandlot. Exactly. Every fucking baseball movie. The Bad News Bears. The Fat Kids. The Catcher. It's not. It's. It's not right. <laughs> Just
2: because you're the size of a backstop doesn't mean you should be the backstop. Exactly. Right. First
0: base. That's where you go. Right fielder. Look at someone like Joe Mauer, who I believe is thirty-five, still a physical specimen. They moved his ass to first base a while ago. Why? because the wear and tear on his body to be a catcher. And there's another dude who's in ridiculously good shape.
1: Uh, if we're going to talk about age and being fat and being in the pros, what the um, fuck, I just had um, Cologne. Bartolo. Bartolo, Cologne, that big, huge, son of a bitch.
0: I'm surprised the taco truck doesn't come out between innings for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: saying. To this contract, the guy comes out on a cart. Well, it was said that Babe used to hit a home run and then have a seat and a beer and a, and a cigar. So maybe if you know Cologne strikes somebody out, he just sits down and has a taco. I don't know.
0: Oh, Jesus! <laughs> if, if you if you ever want to, if you ever really want to know how how different it was back in the in the fifties and sixties compared to now, read a book called Ball Four. I mean, seriously, like Mickey Mantle would just play drunk. It just did not matter. <laughs> it was like hungover, drunk. Eh. might start drinking halfway through the you know the game. Doesn't matter. I'm Mickey Mantle. I'm just going to go out and do what I do. I mean, that, that shit would not fly these days. Oh, it's a, Jesus, it's a better time. <laughs> well, well. Speaking of speaking of out of shape players, I guess we need to talk about Miguel Cabrera. What, done one.
2: Man, that contract just keeps getting better and better, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> what are we into him for 2026
0: i have i have no idea
2: like 30 million a year
0: yeah here's the fucked up thing when you really think about his contract is that was a spike contract they offered scherzer that money he said no they turned around and gave scherzer's money to miggy mm-hmm. it was like why would you do that and it and then, and, then, and then they gave money, like a ton of money to Zimmerman. And I just talked to Todd the other day. He's He started for the Whitecaps. I mean, granted, it's a rehab start, but it's still it's like, really? So this is the money that should have went to Scherzer. Scherzer. It, it, it went to Miggy and it went to Zimmerman. And Miggy's done for the season. And the irony is, you figure with that big contract, him being the face of the franchise... They would play better with him in the lineup, right? Nope. They have a losing record with him in the lineup and a winning record without him in the lineup. And then, you know, Zimmerman, well, he's been Zimmerman, so. Yeah, but I mean, you know, keeping
1: Max, I mean, what has he done? Seriously,
0: it just. <laughs> just just go out and and, and, and get into a, a dick swinging contest with Verlander about who's the best pitcher in baseball. <laughs> Pitching no hitters
1: every other game, you know, whatever. Oh, he's
2: he's great. He's, I have him and Verlander my fantasy baseball team. It's awesome. Whenever they start, it's just it's uh it's just points, it's points everywhere.
0: <laughs> well, here's 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 my thing with with Miggy. Okay, first of all, I have to go on a I I I'm I'm gonna take a scenic route to get to Miggy, but give me a second. Bear with me. I think they hired Gardenhire too late. They should have hired Gardenhire at the end of that that World Series window because now they're trying to rebuild a team and the team's playing way above expectations. And finally, the division they're in is as bad as everyone has been declaring it for a decade, even though that's the division who sent the most teams to the World Series in that decade. This year, it's bad. Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland just choking all over the place. Cleveland has turned into major League.
2: We are four or five games under five hundred, and we are still
0: in it. That mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Well, in it to win the division. Forget the wild yes. card. That's not happened. It's true. But, I mean, it, it, they really held on too long to, to, to awesomeness, in my opinion. And they kind of shot themselves in the foot. Now, that aside, here's the problem with Miggy. I'm very much the type person that I don't care how anyone feels about anything. Show me the results. And the results are they're a better team without him in the lineup this season. Now, it's fine. He's done for the season. What happens when he comes back? Is this going to turn into, I'm I'm Miguel Cabrera. I'm the face of the franchise. I'm the greatest hitter that's ever been on this team. Unless, you know, you're going to ignore Hank Greenberg or something like that. But, I mean, you can make an argument. He's the greatest hitter that's ever been on the Tigers. I deserve the veteran spot. I need to bat, if not third, fourth. And if you drop me below fifth, I'm going to pout. And a, a, a pissy Miggy is the type of Miggy who goes and parties with the team. He has to play one game 63 against the next day and gets arrested drunk that's what a pissy miggy gets you <clears throat> so i mean what do you do with them do you play them to the detriment of the team or do you look at him and go look man you're not the miggy of 2008 2009 2010 2020 you may been that guy about 10 years man <laughs> you're just not that guy so I, I say you trade him to who who's going to that contract yeah who Anybody. wants to take that money
1: on earl that's the problem well, we're going to have to eat a bit of it, but you still got to trade
0: him. A bit? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he'd be eating quite a bit. A, a lot. I'm,
2: you'd need uh, a team so desperate. I mean, who who would even be desperate enough to even think about eating all that money?
0: Well, first of all, it has to be an American League team. I mean, if we're going to play the what-if game, it has to be an American League team. He's not going to a National League team. He is, he is just... A liability at first base, and he's only going to get worse I mean the
2: reality of it is you, you we're stuck with him for at least two more seasons the, uh, two more seasons he at least starts getting cheap enough just to to at least entertain that a team would actually take him
0: and you also have the fact that you know that I was listening to once again the local sports station, and there were some people calling up going, maybe he'll retire. And I was like, "Have you heard about his issues in the domestic department?" Hell Look, he's a, no. <clears throat> he's got a baby mama in Florida who's like, you know, I need fifty grand a month in child support, and got it. He ain't retiring anytime soon. He and, can't afford to retire anytime and that's, soon.
2: That's that's the one we know about. Just saying.
0: <laughs> that's the one that made the news. So I mean, it's it, it's a mess. It is, and and here's here's the thing. I, uh, as much as you know, I, I'd like the Tigers to do well, it'd be nice to, to shut some naysayers up and them actually you know, win their division. Do any of us believe they're going to be anything but first-round fodder? Nope. Do, do any of us believe they actually have a shot of going deep in the playoffs? No. No. So that's going to just... Most likely, if you get... If Al Avila, as the GM, sees them doing well instead of selling at the trade deadline and getting value back for players they know they have no shot of retaining because they are in a rebuild, if he turns into a buyer, we're just postponing the inevitable yet again. Just putting it off for another few years. And then not only are you looking at losing someone like Fulmer, then you're going to start looking at losing the up-and-coming talent you're developing now because you're postponing the actual rebuild. It's just... uh, it's not a good situation for the for the Tigers. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm you know chicken little and a little too much, and the sky has fallen. But it's just I'd almost rather they just had a really shitty season, tanked, and when it, I mean like just accepted full rebuild mode because this is this is like this is like if if Lucy left the football down for Charlie Brown every once in a great while. <laughs> so he'd all you know it, like 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 one time out of twenty.
1: Actually, it's it's ironic. You called it. This is like Major League. Somebody stood up in the fucking dressing room and said, well, there's only one thing left to do, I guess.
0: With Win the, the whole, whole fucking thing. Fucking thing. <laughs> and here we go.
2: <laughs> We'd have Travis Fryman bobblehead day. <laughs> do that.
0: Matt Noakes appreciation day. Bill Gullickson. <laughs> go back to the 80s. <laughs> Retire Howard Johnson's jersey number. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: who who was the third baseman that had Tigers tattooed on his arm? inch Yeah, Brandon Inge. Oh. I thought he had his kid's names tattooed on his forearms. I thought he had the bangle <laughs> stripes and it
0: said Tigers. I don't know. If he did, whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, Inge. I don't know what you thought was going to happen. You weren't retiring as a Tiger, that's for sure. Just because... Just because you know, it's funny because I remember... The year I had season tickets, there was this chick who I would see at the game every once in a while. She always held up the same sign. It said "Inge is hot," and I was like,
1: "What the fuck, Tyler?"
0: Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, his son's name. But I'm just like, "Why? Inge is hot." This is how you know your team sucks. The fans come out because she's trying to land herself a sugar daddy. (laughs) Like she don't even care about like the team sucks, but Inge is hot. Like what? What the fuck does this have to do with anything? (laughs) Oh god. Well, then there's there's the other uh, major injury, which is uh, 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 shit. Oh, Tani Angels. Thank you. Thank you. Done for the season. Ooh, for the season now. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wah, wah. Oh, hey, man, let, me, let, me, let me double check here. Let me double check here. Uh, was recently placed in Dables with a grade, a grade 2 sprain, and his pitching elbow hope is that he'll respond to PRP and stem cell injections and thus avoid Tommy John surgery. Okay, last I'd heard is that they said he was going in for Tommy John surgery, which would end the season. If he's avoiding it, then he could come back. Uh, Social said the uh, Angels medical staff is very optimistic about Otani's prognosis, still two to th- three weeks from seeing whether the procedure took hold, Otani is taking one arm swings in the batting cage. What are you, Jim Abbott? Why are you taking whatever? One arm swings in the batting cage. Really? <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> like Wimbledon? Yeah, I know, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, all of a sudden, Otani doesn't look like uh, Suzuki. Uh, they don't all look like. Girl. Ichiro, yeah, where, okay, he's that supposed that, to be, where he's supposed to be this great Asian player that's going to do everything,
0: and then all of a sudden, no, I ain't. Well, that's, that's happened more than a few times in the last, like, 10, 15 years. I mean, I can't remember the player, but it was, like, something ridiculous. Like, 30 million a team had. I think it was, was it the Red Sox? Basically, they, there was a bidding war. For the right to talk to him. To negotiate him coming to your team. And I think it was $30 million that the Red Sox ended up paying. And he came here and it was like, that's it? That's This motherfucker should have been the second coming of Nolan Ryan for that much. Just, like, you imagine, hey, I need to talk to you. Yeah, that will be $30 million. Sign me up. I mean, but come on now. That's ridiculous.
2: The Asian sensation. Has anyone been called that? Because they should be.
0: The Asian sensation. <laughs> the
2: Asian sensation. <laughs>
0: Oh God! Can you imagine the Twitter outrage? <laughs> all the fake accounts getting outraged and 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 liking and retweeting their own t- t- tweets. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Facebook blowing up and shit. Oh, so yeah, that's uh, that's about it. All I have for baseball. You right. Like anything well, else?
1: Well, we we're talking about basketball and home teams, so. Pistons got a new head coach. How you doing, Casey?
2: Yeah, they they picked up, I believe, what the the Toronto gentleman from the Raptors who got fired it, after laying an egg in the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: I don't know, man. I, I I I I'm at the same point. It's like he should be fired, and then fuck, we got him.
0: Okay, all right. Just I have to say this. Okay. I'm I, I'm going to have to, like, this has has to be my last episode of ever doing a podcast ever, because I'm going to take my computer outside, burn it, shoot it, stab it, and drop it into the deepest fucking darkest lake I can find. I have never even fucking mentioned Zimmerman until this podcast, and an ad for his jersey just popped up on Facebook. Oh, shit. <laughs> and the only time I have a microphone connected to my computer is when I do this podcast. Oh, <laughs> the ghost in the machine! <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was, have all his electronics in his trunk, heading for state lines after <laughs> we were done recording.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was it was nice doing 101 episodes with you. It's yeah. 100 more than I thought we would make. <laughs> you guys have a, good, like, a new co-host because i'm done <laughs> that that's some freaky shit like i don't have none of that none of that like listening device bullshit either i don't have like an Alexa or whatever the fuck it is dude so it,
1: we tina and i went and, and got this google pixel 2 phone and the first thing we're sitting here and we're playing with it and everything setting it all up and then there's uh some music playing and she looks at her phone and she's like holy shit it knows what song i'm listening to (laughs) it's just sitting there and it says this song is by and like what the fuck
2: dude my phone's always waiting for me to say hey siri my wife's phone's always waiting for her see there she goes fucking crazy bitch wife's always is sitting there waiting for her to say okay google you don't think it's you don't
0: think it's what using other
2: information that it's not pre-commanded to do?
0: What is what is the uh the Windows one, Cortana?
2: It, it, the shitty one? Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey Cortana. Fuck off, Cortana. No, it's not responding, see. Mm-hmm. It just it just listens. It's like a passive-aggressive girlfriend. It just listens and then uses it as ammo against you but, later.
2: But, but Andy and I have had so, many convers- had so many instances where we've had conversations about something and then one of us will uh, go fuck with our phone and then what we were talking about shows up in an ad form. <laughs> like ads for this kind of shit or or something we were just talking about. You know, yeah, it's fucked up, isn't it? It is.
1: It's scary. <laughs> it really is. You're like, look at me like, I was just talking. Wait a
2: minute! <laughs> the like, hey, you like Zimmerman, huh?
1: Have his jersey. <laughs> no, but we got Casey. What do you What do you think, Chris? Eh, eh, he doesn't.
2: Who's he got? He's got Blake Griffin. Uh huh. All right. He's got, he's
1: got Drummond. And he's got Blake Griffin.
2: Remember the bo- dude? Where's my car when he goes? And then, <laughs> and he's got and Blake then, Griffin.
1: Uh, He's got got Drummond and and Brice St. Blake?
2: You can put Mauro Andretti behind the wheel of a beater. It's still a fucking beater. Like, it's still broke down. You know, it's still got a four-cylinder engine. It's still a K-Car. Like, eh, Unless the Pistons make any more moves besides coach. eh, I am not impressed.
1: Well, yeah, but, I mean, I'm still holding out in, in hopes that you guys were right that you know, uh, bringing Blake here is him calling up his homies, say, hey, come back to Detroit. It's going to be a, a basketball destination. Because there's a lot of people that are moving other than LeBron. LeBron comes to Detroit, said nobody ever. <laughs> uh, no, because uh, Blake already has his number.
0: All right, well, uh, forgive me, whatever deity is out there for bringing this up, but this is a, a theory that I have heard from different people in the sports world, if LeBron really wants to take one last shot at being known as the GOAT, his one Hail Mary that he could throw up in the air would be to go <clears throat> to such an awful Eastern Conference team and take him to the finals. Oh
1: God. And at so, that point So you say he's going to India and in Indiana? Like something like that. Like
2: just make the w- playoffs.
0: Shut up. Just 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 take a one-year contract with the worst team he can find in the Eastern Conference and take him to the finals against the Warriors. And at that point, it doesn't even matter if he wins a game or if he wins a, a, a championship. It's just him alone got them there. So that it would just add fuel to the fire of the people who are like, he's the greatest of all time. Like, look, even Jordan couldn't do that with the Wizards. <laughs>
1: Put LeBron on the Bobcats. He can't go to Detroit. I will grab my friend Mike. We will go to the door, and he will scream at him. You're not going! <laughs> no,
2: wait. The Bobcats aren't around anymore, right? They're gone. Or are they around?
1: I think they're the Pelicans, aren't they?
2: Yes, they're the Pelicans, and then now the Charlotte has the Hornets once again. Correct? Yeah, yes.
1: Owned by Michael Jordan.
2: Huh. Michael Jordan.
0: All right. Well, uh, so, I mean, the one the one sport that none of us care about, but everybody's acting like they, what a lot of people are acting like they care about, is the only thing we have to talk about.
2: Yeah, the World Cup. Yeehaw.
0: Woo.
1: Yay. Nobody. The sport in and of itself cares. makes no fucking sense to me. Running for 90 minutes after a ball. I don't get it. And I'm sh- I'm ashamed of myself because if the USA team was in there, I still wouldn't follow the World Cup.
2: There's a point to it, Ice Man. There's some parallels to hockey. A little bit. A tiny bit. But, I mean, it's... Uh,
0: it, no, you won't talk about the parallels. The parallels are to your sex life. You've been chasing pussy for your entire life, and I'm like, what are you wasting your time for? Just buy a flashlight and get it over with. <laughs> so uh, to me, soccer is as pointless as, to be honest, to be brutally honest, you or my sex life. And you chose the most expensive way not to have sex. You got married again. <laughs> <laughs> At least when I jerk off, it's free. It just cost me an internet connection.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm working with guys. like They have it on in their cubes during the day. They're acting like they care. I'm like, no, you don't care. Tell me what I tell me what the Detroit MLS team is. I bet I don't even know if there's a Detroit MLS team. Tell me who won the MLS championship last year. Tell me who the big team. No, nobody can. Stop, everybody, stop pretending to like that. We don't like it. We we've made a choice as as a as a country. We don't care. Uh, none of us are at the meeting, but we all know
0: the results of the meeting. Man, like I said in the group chat, the only thing I care about. Is that Mexican fan? <laughs>
1: and and when they make up just terrible, terrible score postings.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigeria and Germany. Nigeria's abbreviation is NIG. Then there's a there's a hyphen. And Germany's is G E R. Think about that for a minute.
2: <laughs> it's allegedly not Photoshop. <laughs> But even if it is, it's possible. And that's another reason soccer's stupid.
0: <laughs> oh, well, I'm, there, there is one vaguely sports story, vaguely related to sports story we could talk about that, that I forgot you sent to the group chat, Chris. I believe it was you. The uh, ex-cowboy cheerleader. Oh, the chick that got fired. For being ugly? Well, is it, I mean, you know... Was that it, or was it because she's suing them because they violated like some sort of Equal Pay Act?
2: Oh, yeah. I just saw it and read it. And, yeah, the only thing that cowboys really appear to really be guilty of is violating the fuck out of, like, basic labor laws. But, yeah, she got... I forget. It was, like, last week. She got fired for...
1: Something on Instagram as well she posed she posed an a risque wardrobe photo eh, well, yeah well,
2: yeah and and then a yeah. cheerleader uniform
1: no it wasn't a cheerleader uniform, no it, was, it was, was like a nighty.
0: yeah, on Instagram, she posted a picture of her in a nighty, and somehow this.
1: It violates the rules of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders.
0: Yeah. And then there's the... Hold on, because there's two different stories here. I
1: guess the, you got to get into what she <clears throat> what she
2: did and didn't agree to. and
0: Well, according to this article on CBS Sports, uh, Erica Williams, who was a Cowboys cheerleader from 2014 to 2017, filed a suit in U.S. District Court. the Cowboys failed to pay her minimum wage in overtime said she was paid $8 an hour, but the suit says she was not paid for all hours worked when paid on an hourly basis. Uh, One paragraph reads, plaintiff was not paid time and one half her regular rate of pay for each hour she worked over 40 hours in each work week during her employment with the defendant. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Wilson also alleges, Wilkins also alleges she made only a quarter of what the team mascot made. Wilkins says the most she made in a year was $16,516.01, while the Cowboys mascot, Rowdy, made $65,000. They're profiting off our images and our bodies that we, we work so hard to keep in shape. We put in so much work. And not to be compensated fairly is really an injustice. A lot of people think we have some sort of fitness trainer. We don't. We don't have a nutritionist, and we're required to do all of this and stay in shape on our own. Rowdy's in a costume. You have no look requirements, no height requirements, no weight requirements.
2: Yeah, Rowdy's eating, like, shoving two chili dogs in his face every <laughs> halftime.
0: Uh, this is not the first time the off-season cheerle- this offseason cheerleader has filed or has sued the team that employed her. A fired New Orleans Saints cheerleader filed a suit against the team alleging discrimination against women. A former Dolphins cheerleader said she was discriminated against after revealing her virginity. And a group of cheerleaders who work for Washington alleged the team pimped them out as personal escorts for wealthy male sponsors who were invited to watch a topless photo shoot. Wow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Time out. Time out. Do, do these women need to like under, like be taught the difference between being pimped out and someone watching you walk around topless. Cause there, this is this is getting into the Me Too area where somehow asking a girl out when you're ugly is is on par with raping her. <laughs> um, being pimped out is literally, bitch, go on the corner and make my money or else I'm gonna cut you. <laughs> yes. Someone watching a topless photo shoot is called uh, what? Voyeurism? Creepy, I guess. <laughs> I mean, one is you're basically being threatened with physical violence to fuck someone against your will. The other is someone is watching you do something in front of a bunch of people who are taking pictures of you topless. I'm not. I'm not saying that it was cool of them to do that. I mean, if look, even on movies, movie sets, and and and, well, back in the day when you actually had magazine shoots, if people were naked, you know they would. At the request of the person being photographed, they would pare down the crew to as, to as few people need to be there as possible. I mean, that's a fucked up thing. But to say you were pimped out yeah, like, I mean, as a, as a but, personal escort because they watched
1: you take a topless photo? Yeah, but at the same time, th- there has to be more to that story before you say something like that. Were they asked to take topless photos? Did they say, these executives are coming in, I need you to do this? Or that they say, hey, you want to make some extra money and do this photo shoot topless? I mean, there's a lot of verbiage there because if they knew about it being topless, if they knew about people coming in, they knew that they were going to be watched, and then they still said, oh, yeah, they weren't being pipped out. They made a fucking adult choice to go, I don't care if you see my titties. Give me the money.
0: Well, you know how to solve all this problem, right? Get rid of cheerleaders. There you go. Now you don't have a job. Yep.
1: Well, I, absolutely, and, and I mean, unfortunately, and I say that respectfully, unfortunately, in a pro football stadium, nobody really pays attention to the cheerleaders. The Dallas Cowboys is the only cheerleading squad that makes it a point to make themselves known.
0: Yeah, because I can say this. Uh, Tampa Bay has a cheerleading group, and in the off season, and periodically through the season, depending on how bad the season's going, you know, and I follow you know, the bucks on all forms of social media, et cetera, et cetera. They will say, hey, get the new calendar featuring the Buccaneers cheer squad. And you know what it does? It instantly gets scrolled past. I don't care. I, I, first of all, these women aren't naked. They're not doing porn. And I have no shot of hooking up with them. What do I care that women are walking around in skimpy outfits? If I want to see that, I'll go to a beach. Right. Jobby, you, Jobby Nooner's coming up, right? I can go see more than what I can see in any cheerleading calendar there for free.
1: Right. And in high school, in college, you're right, Rich. You, you have a cold chance in hell, but it's still a shot at hooking up with a cheerleader from there. On the pro team, you can't even barely talk to them.
0: Well, as far as I know, the rules are that they're not supposed to have anything to do with players or team personnel. Outside of anyone who is directly involved in in and employed to deal with the cheerleaders, right.
1: So, I mean, as a fan, uh, slow your roll, Pillsbury.
0: Well, I mean, I this to me this is just real simple to solve. Do it, no cheerleaders, don't cheerleaders, bye. Yep, you've ruined but, it. It's all ruined now.
1: Yep. Well, that, if, that's what if, they did uh, with the Vikings mascot. Remember, I was telling you guys that? The, the Viking, the Viking guy that looks like a Viking? Yeah. He, he, he wore, wanted like, a million dollars a year he, or something? Yeah. He wanted equal compensation. He was like, I'm I'm the face of your fucking franchise. I'm your, your mascot. Give me my money. And they were like, we're going to find somebody else. Yeah. Thanks for playing.
2: They said the guy that's printed on the helmet's free. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you know the fucked up part is that if they think they're being objectified for a pittance of what they're what they're owed in their mind, well, wait till you find out how little you make as a waitress at Hooters.
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I mean, you know you're big what two fifty three an hour before taxes and your tips, I mean, if you think if you think some creepy rich guy watching you take a topless photo shoot is objectifying you. Wait until you get a table full of drunk frat boys who are going to make you work for that 10% tip they're going to slap down.
1: Well, keep in mind... And, and then they'll forget because they're too drunk. Keep in
2: mind, though, this is also, I mean... Oh, gosh. God damn it. We always end up sounding like this, but whatever. Yep.
1: Is, because they keep doing it, dude. It's not us. What, it's them.
2: What, this, we have a generation of people coming up that don't want to pay dues. And, and keep in mind, the... the, the it's lost to a lot of these people what this is for a resume i mean look how many people coming up when we were kids i mean people the person i can think of right off the top of my head Paula abdul what was her first what was her first gig laker girl right mm-hmm. it was a thing on the way to another thing
0: it wasn't a destination to make a living at
2: yes right. and I, I think mean, that's it, lost it it, it, it you know th- you, there's no value on how, how
1: much of a stepping stone into the in- into in the industry. and don't get me wrong, I totally agree with that. I do. They should be paid equal. if they're doing the exact same thing in the exact same you know space, they should be paid equal. absolutely. However, then you get these cheerleaders going, but hey, I, I want to get paid the same as, as the mascot. The mascot's not doing what you're doing. The mascot is running up and down stairs all the way around the stadium the entire fucking game interacting with fans. You're standing there with some pom-poms shaking your butt and your tits. Getting kicked in the nuts by six-year-olds. I'm saying. Getting beers thrown at him.
0: Well, <clears throat> I also think that this idea somehow that... Uh, they are a draw on par with the players on the field. Yeah, like that, that. That somehow there needs to be an equality of pay. Um,
1: they ain't there to see you. Yeah, I, honestly, I've been to one, two, three, three different NFL games. Three.
0: I never once saw a cheerleader. Well, in Detroit, they didn't have them until recently. Well,
1: yeah, but the other team has them. They they travel with the team. Do they? See, I. Goes to show
0: you how little I care about cheerleaders.
2: You know where people go when they want to watch cheerleaders? Cheerleading competition.
0: I saw Paws. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Christ, pause. Paws gets his picture taken with damn near anyone. And, he. Uh, I mean, you know, that's that's the mascot. That's his right. job. He's on the right. dugout. He can't walk up to a, walk up in to a cheerleader. To move. <laughs> Bust a move. You have a problem, sir. <laughs> <Take help. laughs> but uh <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, you can't just run on the field and be like, hey, what's up? Can't go to, like, you know, what is it, auto motion at a, at a, at a Pistons game and be like, hey, hey, let me get a picture of you right here at center court. You know? They'll, no, you sure can't. And they don't, don't ever come to you to get a picture. I mean, it's just this. Uh, I, Look, you are there because you look good, all right? Period. End of story. Stop trying to act like somehow you have to be this mental giant and have a doctorate in philosophy to be a cheerleader. And then you somehow impact
1: some part of this
0: game. Yes, you work hard to maintain... The, the standards that you're supposed to maintain to be a cheerleader, I, you absolutely do. But guess what? So does professional athletes. And when I say pro athletes, I'm talking people in the CFL, people in arena football, people who make one-tenth of what your average player in the NFL make, people who are playing in, in, in single-A ball. I mean, it's it, this attitude of, you know, I have to work hard to maintain this, this body, Well, if that's going to be your marketable skill, what's the first thing they taught us in specs? What's the first thing Dick Kernan said about, if you want to be a DJ, you will do in specs? Do you remember, Chris? Get fired? (laughs) That was like (laughs) second or third down the line. It was, if you really want to do this, you'll practice your craft. Uh Period. If you really want to make a living based on your looks, you will do everything to maintain your looks. Period. If I was a professional athlete and I was trading my athleticism for financial gain, I wouldn't be sitting on my ass eating a bucket of chicken skin on Saturday night before I got to play a game on Sunday. Mm -hmm.
1: But at the the same time, also, Rich, because of her looks, because she's part of the tier leading squad, she ain't paying for hotels. She ain't paying for meals. She ain't paying for gym time. She ain't paying for a lot of shit. So, yeah, you might only get $8 an hour, but you've got comps out the wazoo. Things that will total way over $65,000 a year.
0: And, I mean, there's also this, this world that I've been introduced to recently through younger coworkers of... Uh, social media models, women who do absolutely nothing but take pictures of themselves and post them online and people, mostly guys, send them everything from money to gifts to pay for cosmetic surgery just because they like to look at their pictures online. I mean, that that's, that's a hustle.
1: Is that real? Yeah. Hang on a second. Let me grab my
0: wife. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, you have low self-esteem, right? <laughs> <laughs> I I Honey, can literally pimp you out over the internet. That's okay with you, right? <laughs> you don't care if people see you online, right? Here, come here. No, I'm dead serious. I, I there's uh what, what is it uh the, there's a, there's a certain term for them. I can't remember, but uh there are women who go on Tinder, and when guys swipe right, they start having conversations with them, and they're like, you know, oh well, I'm a little short on rent, or I, you know, I, 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 I had to pay rent, so I'm short on, on food money. Could you order me some pizza and this and that? <laughs> and these guys these guys call up a pizza. They take the, they, what do you want? And they call up a local pizza place in their area, and they order the food, and they have the it sent to out them. Of here. <laughs> wow. Now, okay, that is, I'm going to say, bottom-of-the-barrel modeling. But if that is available for you to do, based solely on the fact that you look good, then why can't you take a shot at legitimate some form of legitimate modeling? And I, no, I'm not saying you got to do porn or you got to do nudes. You can do car modeling at car shows, model clothes. It, people don't realize every single thing you see in advertising be it print, video, anything is someone modeling something. Not all models are Giselle. Mhm. Sometimes they just want like I hate to break it to you but most of the world's average looking. There's some really unlucky people who are really ugly, and there's some really lucky people who are really hot. The rest of us are just average, fall somewhere on that spectrum, all right? And they just want average people. There's even plus size modeling for women. You know, plus size modeling for men means you're six foot five. Plus <laughs> size modeling for women means you're 250 pounds and you're five foot one. So I, I don't, what is the complaint here? To me, this is a springboard that you're getting paid to use to your advantage. If you're smart, there's no complaint here. Should there be? No. What are you, what are you suing about? And to, and just like anyone, like, like and you know, Chris and I had this conversation when the when the women's Olympic team were like, we get paid a pittance. The women's Olympic soccer team get paid like a a, a a tiny amount compared to what the men's soccer team does. Yet the women's soccer team puts more asses in the seats and actually generates more revenue. Well then the women should get paid more. Period. End of story. What are we even having this conversation about? The revenue you generate should be your pay should be based upon how many ashes you put in the seats. Let's be perfectly honest here. If there was no football being played and two and two two cheerleading squads having a cheer off, bring it on part whatever the fuck. There'd be maybe 150 people in the seats. And they're the ones that weren't related to them would be perverts that we probably want to round up and put on the sexual uh, 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 predator registry.
2: <laughs> you round them up every week at halftime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, everybody else is getting nachos and beer. The perverts are at the fucking gate going. Yeah, you tell them you I can watch them for a minute. You tell them at
2: halftime you can watch them shower, and then you just wait with just you know, <laughs> cop just, handcuffs. Yeah, cop just waiting.
0: Well, any guy who who goes to a football game and is waiting for the cheerleaders to come out is either a pervert or a married guy in his 40s who would be just as happy watching women try on shoes at the local mall. <laughs> like, it's just, they they just like, oh, look at that ankle. That's more action I've gotten in the last six months. I mean, it's just, it, it's all there is to it.
2: Oh, uh, there's it's, just... There's now just this whole new depth to Kevin Spacey's character in American Beauty, uh, no, I and mean, it's, it's, he, it's just extra creepy now.
0: Well, it, 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 the fact that now I know that he's for sure bats from one side of the plate, it really ruins the end. I'm like, why didn't he fuck the colonel?
2: Man, probably, probably could have given the colonel something to remember.
0: <laughs> exactly. No wonder Annette Bening was getting banged by the king. You know, she's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't want that. That looks like a bad grilled cheese sandwich when I pull those lips apart. I don't <laughs> want that. <That's... laughs> Ugh.
2: Warren Beatty's been ruining that for years.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's that's throwing a penny in a wishing well. What the fuck <laughs> am I doing? <laughs> Nothing.
1: How do you make a seventy year-old woman what? Peel the scab. I
0: was gonna Boom. say what's a seventy year old woman's pussy in Florida. How are they alike? Everyone knows her down there. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it, it, there there you go. I guess I just ban cheerleaders, problem solved. See? We are problem solvers here on Sporgy on yes. ChristopherMedia.net. dot net. We solve problems. We cut through the bullshit and get to the, the heart of the matter here.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, where 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 is LeBron James going, Chris? LA Yeah, I think so too. Especially to talk about Kawhi
2: Leonard. Want to Kawhi Leonard, the, first. The, he wants to go to we're, LA.
1: We're right, and they're also talking about PG thirteen. He he's coming up. He might be leaving the Thunder. Lonzo Ball be on the bench. <laughs> Lonzo Ball better go to Lithuania. Just say.
2: Oh God! If Lavar Ball, if Lonzo Ball ends up on the same team with LeBron James, good God, man! Oh, it's over. Can you handle LeBron and LeVar's egos in the no. same room together?
1: No. I cannot handle those two on the fucking TV at the same time. I can't do it. I can't. What if, what if they
2: become best friends? You start hanging out together, posting Instagram pictures together. Say goodbye to your legacy,
1: LeBron. They become, <laughs> they become BFFs. Instead of that
0: 90 million Nike contract, he starts wearing big baller brand. They remake the song My Posse's on Broadway and somehow Phil Jackson is still a racist.
2: Yeah, They get t-shirts made together, LB plus LJ.
0: <laughs> they get those best friend heart necklaces that are broke and you gotta put them together. Yeah. <laughs> Le- LeBron comes over with his right hand. Ball comes over with his left hand. They throw the chalk in the air together. <laughs> 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 Take a rich just going all too far. Uh-oh. Oh God! So uh, cute the
1: music. So happy together. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's guy I love. That's
1: all it exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man!
1: You Brad, wait, tandem bicycle and shit.
0: Daddy Ball gets so jealous. He, pr- he gets a restraining order against LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was mine. I saw him first. <laughs> Your bitch chose me, Daddy Ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, I don't know a higher note we're gonna go
1: out on. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I didn't know that where LeBron was gonna play was gonna be so goddamn funny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. oh, the oh the the next time we get together, ooh, <laughs> ooh. It just, we're coming up on that time of year, which is why we're only doing the show every couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because what well, we're sharing at the All Star breaks in, what, three weeks? Which day, Yeah, something like that. Which, wow, baseball's already half over. Well, the, the fantasy regular baseball season's already half over. So, yeah, Jesus Christ. Going into July. Baseball's going to matter soon. <laughs> Give it eight weeks. It'll actually start mattering. You know, I, I, just want, I, quit. I just want the Tiger people to shut up. I mean, I know, I know we're all from Detroit, but no, we're not good. Stop it. Stop entertaining this. I want to hit them with a newspaper like a dog who did something bad. No, stop it. No, we're still four games under 500. We still get embarrassed if we went to the playoffs.
1: Hey, Rich. Yeah. Maybe these guys ain't so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Major League, I'm telling you.
2: Someone tried to tell me, well, they're better than last year when they had Upton and Verlander and Martinez and, uh... Who was the other example they tried to... Oh, and Kinsler. I was like, all right, let's look at last year. Upton was underwhelming. And look at him in L.A. Surprise! He's underwhelming again. JV wasn't JV till August. Martinez was injured until about this time last year. Was he not? Uh... And Kinsler had an average year. So, what, why are we excited? What, what is to be excited about? Because we're excited because we're playing above our shitty expectation. Ooh, that doesn't matter in October. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. We shouldn't be excited about being better than we're supposed to be. Maybe that's just backlash from being a Lions fan. <laughs> Probably.
1: Make it happen, Matt.
2: Oh, yeah, he's not a rapist anymore. Follow that one away. Yeah, he's a rapist for a week, and
1: everything's cool. I don't know. It just seriously, the sports media just put something out there. Just it almost looks like they're fishing, like literally fishing. They throw it out there. Do I get a bite? Do I get a bite? All right, reel it back in. Put different bait on. Throw it out there. Do I get a bite? There's a nibble. All right, reel it back in. Throw it out there. Oh, Moby Dick.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's what the media does, man. You got you got to dig in, and in, in invent stories and blow mountains or molehills mole in the mountains it's just that's what they do and they they tried i give them an a for effort they really
2: did <laughs> yeah but anyway so yeah next time we get together yeah who yeah maybe maybe it will even be a month who knows but all it all it really means the next time we get together we'll be that much closer to training yeah, no, you'll be able to download it directly from his website for 99 cents for the live stream. He'll find a way to make a whole bunch of money. Nike will sponsor it, because that's how it happens now. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for, uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. If you're a returning listener, thanks. And if you liked it, tell somebody. That's how this works. You can follow us at sportgy Podcast on Twitter. You can email the show sportgy, at christophermedia dot net. Catch you in a couple Thursdays, and we'll see. You. Yeah, we'll see you in a couple Thursdays. All right,
1: later, guys. Peace out, y'all. Yo.
0: If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.